This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. What's going on, guys? Uh, different show today. We are... We just got done uh, recording uh, Buffs Nation podcast. That's why we have no sound. It's a little weird down here. We're in the studio. Uh, for those who uh, like college football and like Pac-12 football, you may be interested in it. Uh, go search Buffs Nation podcast. Uh, Jared All to my right, he does a show with me. Jared, how are you? Doing great, Tyler. Doing great. Glad to be a, a part of this one as well. Uh, yeah. might, might not uh, quite fit in with the uh, sharp <laughs> angle, but dude. You're, you know I the, can NFL. Be the outside perspective. You okay? know the NFL. And then Ryan, Ryan's a big NFL guy. Hello, yeah, I'm, show. I'm not good with geometry. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Uh, we're putting this show out around 11 o'clock, so we're gonna go to the afternoon games and just kind of break down the NFL, see what you guys think, and I'll give you my opinion. Miami. At San Francisco, San Francisco Niner, uh, 49ers minus eight. Ryan, will you look up and see, or do you guys know Jimmy Garoppolo's plan? I think so. I, I, I'm just guessing on that line, minus eight. Yeah, Nick, that's Nick a, Mullins ain't hefty. pulling a minus well, eight. Nick Mullins is terrible. I mean, well, two things. First of all, Nick Mullins uh, got a lot of attention in the offseason. He was one of the most sought-after backup quarterbacks in the entire league, and San Francisco protected Nick Mullins like people protect their secrets, right? I mean, they didn't let him go to anybody. And then, obviously, he plays and looks terrible. And then, uh, who was it? C.J. Beathard, who played at Iowa, comes in, and the dude's electric. So, if dude, we're looking this up right now, uh, if one of you guys can maybe find it for me, uh, if, I got on ESPN right here. Grapple is expected back this expected week. Expected to play. Uh, so San Francisco minus eight. Um, I'm actually going to go Miami here. The reason is uh, Miami plus the eight. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he's going to have a great game. He's fighting for his job, and they just came out last week and said. This is it. If he doesn't play well, this is uh, uh, Tua Tungavaiola's team. I don't think I'd get that right. This uh, Tua Tungavaiola's team. So I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick, I actually believe this dude's underrated. I would put him in my quarterback rankings like in between 15 and 20. And what I mean by underrated, I think a lot of people just shit on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think they give him you know, m- much uh, respect at all. So I think that you know San Francisco still wins the game, but I think that Miami keeps it within eight points. What do you guys think? I'm there with you, uh, Tyler, because I-, I also think you got to keep in mind with it, when it comes to the 49ers, uh, that wasn't the only player they were missing, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, they were so they're, injured. You're exactly are, right. Are, are Good missing point. a ton of guys. And it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo is that much of an improvement on Nick Mullins. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got a starter compared to a backup. No jo- no doubt about that. But Jim- Jimmy G is just, he's, he's proven himself to be a very average quarterback in my mind. I know he took this team to the Super Bowl last year, but I don't think he gives them as big of a bump as what uh, what the line is saying here. Uh, Ryan, I know you're not the biggest uh, sports betting guy, and that's kind of cool, right? It's a perspective from sort of a, a, a you know an, a normal fan over here, right? Not not is, uh, is dumbass appropriate? No, no. Oh, oh okay, of course sorry. Not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Just because you know you wow. don't know a lot about the betting, but I think for sports betting fans, it's kind of a, an interesting perspective, right? So, Ryan, uh, San Francisco at home against Miami. San Francisco has to win by eight points. Would you take that, or would you take Miami to uh, win or lose by up to eight? Uh, I'm taking the Niners. Went okay. by. Ryan's yeah. going Niners. Uh, the uh, second afternoon game, New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are minus seven and a half at home. And I'm going to go the home favorite here. I like the Cowboys because I've been saying this now for a few weeks. Mike McCarthy comes in and he brought his system in, right? Some coach, there, There's two approaches when you go to a new team. You either mold your system around the players you have or you have your players mold around to your system, right? Mike McCarthy did the second. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just preference, right? But Mike McCarthy is having this team learn his system. It's going to take some time. If anyone thought that this Dallas Cowboys team was going to be great out of the gates, I didn't agree with that. Uh, Dallas, 
showed last game and last couple games that they can score some points. It's now about this defense. I don't think the Giants have the offense to keep up, so the defense in this game ceases to be a question mark. I think Dallas uses this game as a jumping off point. I think they really, you know, bury the Giants here. And uh, I'm going to go Cowboys. By the way, that division is still wide open. And the Cowboys, in my opinion, by far the most talented team in that division. This is where they make, they make their statement. I'll go Cowboys minus seven and a half. I think as I move forward this season, it might just be uh, a week by week. You look at who the Giants are playing and you take the other team because the <laughs> Giants are bad. Yeah. And they've made some really bad draft picks over the last couple of years. And I think that's showing right now. And Daniel Jones, in my mind, is just not the guy. I think they get destroyed in this game. Ryan, what do you think? So the seven and a half means Dallas has to win by eight. If they only win by a touchdown, they lose. Yeah, I think you're uh, the, the two worst teams in football are located in New York. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I mean, we might have one here in Denver, but I'll leave that for a different <laughs> show. Um, but yeah, I'll take the Cowboys. All right, cool. Uh, another afternoon game, Indianapolis at the Cleveland Browns. Indianapolis is plus one, Cleveland minus the one. Uh, I'm going to go Indy here, and I, this is the one line this week that really confuses me and really surprises me. I think everyone is way too high right now on the Cleveland Browns. And as I just said, you know, Dallas, they let him score a bunch of points last week. It's that defense, and, and, and Cleveland has to run the football, okay? I love this stat, and I actually, God, I wish I had it with me, but I don't. I'll, I'll give you the rough estimate, though. When Baker Mayfield throws the ball 26 times or more. This team's like something like 8 and 25, you know, overall. When he throws it 25 times or fewer, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Indianapolis can stop the run. I believe Indy has one of the more underrated defenses in the entire NFL. I'm going to go Indianapolis plus the one on the road at uh, Cleveland. Uh, Tyler, uh, this is why I love listening to your show because uh, going into this week, I was kind of leaning Cleveland here. I was a little uncertain. And, and that stat that you just pulled right there with the Indianapolis defense, I, I think that's a really, really valid point there. I think Cleveland has had some success against lesser defenses this year. And I, that uh, you turned me around. You got me on Indy. I've already thrown some money out on that one, so I'm Indy all the way. I think Indy's. I think Indy's actually a really good football team that not a lot of people are talking about. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here? Uh, never trust the Browns. Let's go Indy. <laughs> Love good it. call. Good Love call. It. All right, and uh, tonight's game: Minnesota at Seattle. The Seahawks are six and a half point favorites. I'm going to go Seattle here. Now, the line has moved. This opened up seven and a half, and this is the power of numbers, folks. We don't bet teams. We bet numbers. If this were seven and a half, I would slightly lean to Minnesota. It's dipped down to now six and a half. We're going to go Seattle minus six and a half at home uh, for several reasons. I mean, uh, there's been a lot made about Kirk Cousins when he doesn't play in the early time slot, there was a good, good, deep research done from the folks over at pregame.com. And they found that Kirk Cousins outside the 11 o'clock time slot does terrible. Now, you guys both have heard this, this, this uh, narrative for a, lot, a long time, right? Kirk Cousins doesn't do well in the bright lights. That's not really the case. The case with Kirk Cousins is he is such an OCD kind of a guy, right? He is so by the script, so by the book. He does everything. He, he's one of those people who has, you know, he's got like eat breakfast, 6.55, finish eating breakfast, 7.05, right? He, his whole life is planned out. So when Kirk Cousins gets out of the normal routine, whether it's an afternoon game, a night game, whatever it might be, 
he doesn't perform well. It's not just the bright lights. It's that he mixes up his routine. On top of that, I think Seattle's still underrated. I think Russell Wilson could be the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, we'll go Seattle minus six and a half at home, prime time over Minnesota. What do you think, Jared? I'm staying away from this game personally with a 10-foot pole, man. I am not going anywhere near it. I, I think You'll that, need a six-foot pole these days. Ah, this is true. Yeah. This is true. Uh, I, don't, I, I think Minnesota's a better team than what we've seen so far this year. I think Seattle is a very good team, but I don't know if they're as good as... I mean, they have looked unbeatable so far this year at times. And so I think you're going to see a close game. I, I do think Seattle wins this, but I, I think Minnesota kind of, I don't want to call this their coming out party, but I think they show up and they keep up with one of the best teams in the league this 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 week. So if I was going to make a play, it would be Minnesota, but I ain't touching this game. I'm, I'm staying away from it. Ryan, you think the Seahawks can win by at least a touchdown against Minnesota tonight? I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I would take Minnesota if I, if I were going to bet on sure. it. Um, they've been close all year. They're a lot like what you were saying with the Browns. If they could run the football, they uh, they go as far as Dalvin Cook takes them. Good point. Ryan likes Minnesota there. I like that. All right, uh, and in the one Monday night game because Broncos and Patriots got canceled earlier today. So uh, there's one game tomorrow Don't night. Don't even get me started. <laughs> All right, now this is interesting. Now this is perfect about betting numbers, not teams. At plus eight, I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers. You know, I think that uh, Justin Herbert, or as they would say on Seinfeld, a bear, Justin a bear. I think he goes in and has a good showing. This is one of the better young quarterbacks in the league. The L.A. Chargers are an underrated defense. And frankly, New Orleans did get off to a slow start. I think they're going to find their way running the football. Alvin Kamara is getting back into it. But uh, uh even if uh, uh, Michael Thomas comes back, he's been injured this year. He may play. He is projecting he, to play. He's going to play. <sighs> that, to me, is a question mark. Now, I may be making a mistake here because if he's 100% ready to go, then maybe I'm off a little bit. But if he's coming back 70%, which I think would be the case, right? Why would he rest 100% after that start they had? They want him back ASAP. Drew Brees wants him back ASAP. I just don't know if it's going to be enough for the eight points, right? So on the road... You know, a lot of people are going to take New Orleans, primetime, eight points. They don't care what the number is going to be. I like LA plus the eight, but I that's not my best bet this game. What I would do with this game is use it in a teaser, okay? For those who don't know, a teaser is where you can buy points. So, but you have to pair it with another team, okay? So we're going to buy six points, a six-point teaser, and we're going to put it with the Dallas Cowboys. So taking Dallas down from seven and a half point favorites to one and a half point favorites. So Dallas now only has to win by two against the New York Giants, and the New Orleans Saints only have to win by three against the LA Chargers. If they win by two, um, well, you'd lose your bet because you lose on the uh, the push to the teaser. But I'm comfortable with that. And also, it's called an advantage teaser when you can move through both seven and three. So it's kind of an advantage teaser for uh, New Orleans and the Cowboys there. So I do like that tease option, New Orleans and Dallas. Uh, for those primetime games. So, all right, that does it for, for uh, today's show. Whatever you guys have, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.